0: This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn.
1: Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the show that wants to remind you that if he's not willing to wear a mask, he's definitely not willing to wear a condom. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my gorgeous guest co-host with me today, Natalia Reagan. Hello, how are you?
2: Natalia, it's been a little while. I've missed you. It's been a hot minute, man. Literally a hot, sweaty, steamy, soupy New York minute. It's August, so yeah. yes. I'm just swimming in it. Just swimming in this soup. Primordial ooze. I mean, we did have
1: just recently a Jurassic Park episode, so, but oh. shockingly Primordial ooze.
2: Well, actually, it was still part of it. I hope so. I mean, that's, you know, you know I'm into that shit. Give me some amber, some Primordial ooze, and uh, I'm all about it. Whole yeah. new kink. I love it. Oh yeah, exactly. Velociraptor. You know, I used to write uh, Velociraptor uh, erotica. I I really, yeah, Mm -hmm, yeah. I I wrote a lot of weird erotica though, uh, growing up. And a few weeks ago, I started writing quarantine smut. Actually, that was one of my little side projects, just to kind of get me hot and bothered. You know, I
0: honestly told someone the other day that I never am shocked at all in life anymore. But hearing that there's dinosaur porn out Mm -hmm. there and someone I know is writing it is
1: that's a little shocking. I love it. You could be the next <laughs> E.L. James, but with better
2: writing. You know, I'm working on it. I've, I've got some angles, got some sweet angles. I like the inner, I love interspecies mingling. I don't, I don't like to limit. <laughs> no, I, I, anytime I see like, you know, animals fraternizing with one another that shouldn't be, you know, I, I get a little like a, a little twitch in my heart. It makes me, makes everything go pitter patter. And, uh, but you know, when it's interspecies mingling, you know, really like, you know, mingling, I'm making a, a sex sign to those people who are not watching the video that, that also is fun. I mean, not that I like to do it, but, um, I just like to think that, you know, a frog and a ferret could make love and live happily mm. ever after, but Aww. probably is not a, one will eat the other, honestly.
1: And that third voice you guys are hearing today is actually our guest, filmographer Sharon, and I'm going to totally butcher your last name,
0: Pizernik? Actually, that's pretty close. It's Pachunik. Hello, hello,
1: everyone watching and listening. So you are a friend of the show uh, and friend of Natalia's. So she was mentioning that you've actually not only uh, you're a filmographer, but you at one point directed porn?
0: I actually was the DP, the cinematographer yeah, for you were the porn.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, breaking
0: those male ceiling barriers. So I shot lit and did the sound. I was a one-woman crew on these porns. <laughs> and um, you acted
1: on them, right?
0: Oh, God. No, so it's <laughs> funny you said that. My mom, when I told her I was shooting porn, she was like, what happens if they steal you and force you to be in the video? And I was like, mm, so not gonna happen, and I would basically be the grandma in the porn. Cause yeah, that's not There's gonna a happen. There is porn for
2: that. Guilt forms are yes. uh, they're a thing. I'm I'm there getting is. there. I'm working up to that that point. But that's cool. <laughs> As a DP, did you shoot DP?
0: <laughs> I shot everything. <laughs> <laughs> The first day that I was shooting my first porn, the nice young lady was lying on the bed naked. And I was like, oh, this is just some nice, fun B-roll time that's not even scripted out in the story. And I started running my camera down her body. And I got to her vagina and I was like, I looked up and I was like, wait, can I film your vagina? Is that okay? And she looked at me, she was like, that's why I'm here. And I was just like, "Oh." Just asking
1: needed, for consent. Yeah,
0: I need consent. This feels odd.
1: I don't know if your <laughs> vagina filled out all the paperwork. <laughs>
2: you know? I know. Does it need to fill out an NDA? What's, what, how does that work? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that's how I feel when I go to strip clubs. I, I I remember I didn't go to a strip club till I was probably in my, I don't know, early, tw- early mid-20s, and I— Yeah, it's a lot of asking permission, asking how is school going, uh, tell me about your life. I just remember the last... my my best friend who is gay loves boobs and lap dances and I'm not a fan because I just get awkward and I want to again ask them about their life and get to know them and I remember the last lap dance I got it was in Vegas it was at Cheetah's and my friend Jeremy pretended that we were husband and wife because they love that he had this big beautiful like she was actually a Texas or she was a soccer mom from Texas lived in Santa Clarita California but would come out to Vegas to make money on the weekends you know because she was this big busty blonde, beautiful woman. And then I had a Eastern European woman who, uh, when I told her I I studied biological anthropology, that's what we talked about the whole time as she's grinding on me giving a lap dance. (laughs) We were talking about evolutionary theory and thought and and human evolution and, and paleoanthropology. It was... It was riveting. That's awesome. Exactly. This is the least shocking
1: conversation you can have at a strip called Natalia. The least <laughs> <Right>? shocking conversation.
2: <laughs> totally. But yeah, I, I think it's great that you asked for permission. Thank you. I think it's, yeah, sweet. So how many porns did you shoot?
0: I sadly only shot three. They were <laughs> they were very heteronormative, male gaze, you know, Fuck her hard and she screams her head off, and they had nothing to do with pleasure. And I set feminism back about 30 years.
2: Oh, that's who did it. Thanks. Yeah. It was one person yeah. to three films. That's it. Yeah. Thanks, Sharon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually edited some bondage videos, but um, to be honest, I thought they were shot very beautifully. Unfortunately, I don't even know where I can find them now, but he the guy I shot them for. He produced it and he starred in it, and he was actually quite good. He edited them and they're very good. And he went down to LA and got funding to like create his own brand using the videos that we shot. Oh, and I was great! Like,
2: wow, huh? Worked out for him. I know. I hope you. He paid you, right? He didn't. You didn't do it on spec, did you? He didn't. No, he paid me. Okay, good. I was gonna say. Yeah. I'm like that son of a gun. But that's impressive. So he, because that's that right there. So it sounds like there was a lot of one man bands, one woman bands. Like you did everything. He starred in it. You said, did you say he wrote it as well?
0: Yes. He wrote out the whole script and the, so I had, I would write on my forearm because he wanted the scenes to flow. And so I like write all the scenes down on my arm. So it was like, you know, one blowjob, two <laughs> doggy style, three anal. Like, and we were just like, I'd be like checking my arm as I'm filming to make sure that we're flowing. <laughs> this was your, your cheat sheet it I was like Lily totally my Chi
2: Chi. That's great. Oh, man. Oh, no, you guys, yeah. we 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 skipped, we skipped the double. Yeah, the dental vegetation. I had to go back. Back up, back up, back up. Back up. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I guess <laughs> depending on how, I mean, that could be, it could circle your arm a few times mm, depending on that's how long. True. How long were them? Are these uh, porns? Were they? You know, I never watched all of the finished products, so I don't mm-hmm. know how long they were.
0: They would have these like fabulous storylines, like oh no, you know, someone forgot to pick me up at school and now I need my stepbrother to come get me.
1: God damn it, the stepbrother again? (laughs) It's always
2: like, that's such a clueless, you know, like clueless
0: storyline. I I feel like- Minus Paul Rudd. The great part is Mm -hmm. that scene was shot on the Berkeley campus. What? So, yes. So some of this porn was actually shot on this fabulous- educational institution (laughs) at Berkeley. Thank you, Berkeley.
2: Yeah, I I believe it, though. I feel like, you know, growing up in Los Angeles, so I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, Van Nuys was the, I was born in the epicenter of porn until Chatsworth usurped our title sometime in the mid-80s. I grew up around that, and it's just amazing when you recognize not only friends in the porn. Which I think I've told this story multiple times when I was working at a production company and Steve from accounting took a week off for an acting gig. Cut to years later, I'm watching some softcore porn with that same best friend that I go to lap dances with. Uh, Anyways, we're watching this porn and I was like, hey, it's Steve from accounting. (laughs) That's where you went. I think
1: it's so appropriate, though, that you shot, you know, one of your porns at Berkeley because it is a hub of student liberal activism and, you know, part of the free Mm -hmm. speech movement of 1964 so you know yeah. what uh porn is part of that speech movement and uh you just get to continue that legacy
2: in in your own way
0: wow i feel way better about that porn now than i did before
2: <laughs> they all were about occupy i mean this is just occupying my mm, pussy my vagina and my mm-hmm. vagine get up vagine, in there o- yes. occupy my my orifices <laughs>
1: What we're trying to say is we kind of want to Occupy Wall Street back, but pornified.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Is there a parody of Occupy? Dirty hippie tent sex. Oh, no. That's what it would be. (laughs) I had friends that were very big in Occupy um, at Berkeley, and I know that that- they would co-sign. Nice. Wow. So uh, was it always stepbrother or did they? he did he mix it up for the three? Did he get creative? No. Yeah. He mixed it up for
0: the three. That okay. is the one I just stood out to me. One of them also was like um, a venge fuck where her boyfriend Ooh. wasn't showing up for her. So she went online to find someone to come over to like get back at her boyfriend.
1: But what site did she use? Right? Very I know. Hard.
0: What? This is many years ago. So I don't even know. Was it pre Tinder? Was it Craigslist? It might have been, pre- it might have been, it might have been Craigslist. It, it was, was pre Tinder.
1: Casual encounters. <laughs> yeah. It was. So I actually have a friend who not only met his wife on Craigslist. Woo! <laughs> Well, they hooked up first and then, you know, eventually became his wife. Robert. It didn't happen. It wasn't the same day. Uh, but now
2: they're going through a divorce. So mm. I, what I'm saying is Craigslist works. Well, you can get anything on <laughs> Craigslist. I bet he, he probably, you know, casual counters found her. They probably got a toaster mm-hmm. for their apartment. And he could probably find a divorce lawyer through Craigslist. It really, it provides. Now they're getting rid of their stuff through Craigslist. Yeah, exactly. Sell it all. Craigslist is what the tie that binds... Yeah. Craigslist giveth. Craigslist taketh away. Mm-hmm. Totally.
1: Circle of life. Mm. <laughs> I love it.
2: Oh, man.
1: So the second one was a uh, revenge hookup. Yep. And then what was the third? You know what's so sad? I
0: don't remember. Like this was, uh, I know, I know I'm failing. This was a good six or this seven, was six years ago. You I know. might have
2: also blocked it out. This could I be know, repression. The storyline was so brutal. It was
1: so bad. <laughs> That blowjob just went on for 45 (laughs) minutes. Oh, my God. (laughs) So there
0: was a part of one of the videos, and it was like, she starts giving him a blowjob, and then I hand the rig to him so that he can do a POV shot, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm standing next to him while he's getting this blowjob, and I'm thinking, God, my parents sent me to Stanford for this. (gasps) what are my life choices? (laughs) They must be
2: so proud. (laughs) I love that, though. That's such a great moment of this is what my life has come to. Yeah. This is it.
0: And maybe, like, if I owned the empire of bangbrothers.com, it would be justified. But, like, you know, in my mind, I was like, what is this? I'm a small potatoes Porn DP. Oh, but you're big in our book. I had my like super, I need to whatever successes like head on where I'm like, I got to build an empire.
1: I mean, Sharon, if you did want to get back into porn know. and become, she become the next like empire yes. of porn. I mean, we have storylines. We could
2: pitch you scripts. Oh I mean, the dinosaurs. Has, yes. I have a banana costume, a gorilla costume, <laughs> multiple puppets. I have a velociraptor, a triceratops, a pterodactyl puppet. You could put it on a dick. I'm all about it. Yes, yes.
0: I'm willing to go anywhere with this. Like, I will Ladies. be that pioneer with you into dinosaur porn.
1: I will provide all the non step content you will
2: ever need. Yeah. <laughs> we will bring back pizza boys and plumbers. Oh, Classic. A, a velociraptor yes. stepbrother pizza man. Oh, can yeah. we make this happen? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> if
1: you would like to make this happen, ah! please support our Patreon yeah. and or just email us at info2girlshomemike.com. Let us know if
2: you're into this because, I, I mean, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, you know, I've got nothing going on. It's quarantine. I live with, oh, I live with two dinosaurs. I live with two chickens. I mean, I, I live yeah. with dinosaurs. I have Ooh. to, I'm surrounded. So, of course, it's, it, it comes naturally. I once found a porn site that was dedicated to women wearing
0: cashmere sweaters. So, if that exists, anything Anything can exist.
1: (laughs) I really want that porn site now.
2: Yeah.
0: It might be out there still. I don't know.
2: Cashmere. Was this a JC Petty's catalog?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I thought it was porn. Whoops. No, no,
2: no, Alice. It's it's J Screw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. I had to. I I had to. Mm, Yeah. <laughs> I get all my sweaters from J screw yeah well I mean I don't know I think there's something out there for everyone man it's I it, like we, we talked about grandmother porn there's Bigfoot mm. porn there's dinosaur porn there's I mean everything yeah many, any any
1: any I
0: every. feel like oh this is gonna be terrible because I know you've mm. had some like quality adult entertainment stars and producers. No, and we haven't.
1: I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> like, they've, they've all been great, actually.
0: Yeah, but, like, I I think most porn I've found is, is not made for me, at least. Like, it's very unfortunate.
1: Here's the good news, though. There's a lot more people coming into the industry and creating porn and making different types of porn. So you know what? If you just haven't found something that's right for you, don't worry. There's another director. There's another producer. There's another editor who will get it right for you. And that's a great thing about the internet.
0: Yes. I want to see a really hot man like organizing my paperwork. And doing Picking my up taxes. my dry cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't, that's, I've had, used to have guys like on dating sites say, what's better than coming over and immediately going down on you till you come? And I said, picking mm. up my dry cleaning and doing my taxes Amen. and then doing that. Like that is, yeah. that is the, that is the porn that yeah. I would like to see. Like actually asking about my day before he yeah. pile drives me. You know, like I just, totally. Very, ba- you know, what can I get you? Can I rub your feet? Oh, it, yes. Yeah, what would I you would like take for that. like dinner? Mm. Yeah, right? Yes. I mean, this is... Yes. Why can't we have it all? Like, I, yeah. Mm. Why
1: can't we, you know, choose the sheets from Ikea and choose dinner as well?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Show a little initiative. Mm. Show a little bit, you know, yeah. Take charge, but not just take charge and... What we're saying is if you're part of the male demographic
1: listening to the show, just please do errands for if you're in a, in a relationship. <laughs> yes.
2: Or even accompany us with on the errands. Sometimes that's yeah. all it really takes, you know? That target run is a little bit easier if you got somebody else manning the cart, too. Just throwing it out there. That's all. Look, the Trey or Joe's line because of quarantine nowadays is 45 minutes long. It's really fucking boring. Join us. Join us. We might even have sex with you in the bathroom. I'm not making any promises, but it could right. happen. Yeah. No. It's a very short
1: elevator ride from the basement on up, mm-hmm. but like 45 seconds. You can do it. Yeah, I believe Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> I mean, the best 45 seconds of your life, man. Seven <laughs> seconds of mine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I have friends that have gone into... Porn it or do more feminist, yeah, porn. You know which I I love and and you know and it is hard. Like sometimes like I just I get like porn burnout where I watch stuff and I just feel gross. Like just not no and it's not I'm not. There's nothing here for me. Yeah.
1: I think the worst part is now for me now that I've been doing this for almost two years, you get to learn behind the scenes of who's a cool person and who's not. So it's like going to the office and you know like. Sharon from accounting is a bitch, but now she has like a porn video, and you really don't want to jack off to Sharon in accounting.
0: <laughs> That's not me, people. Just remember, I'm not. I'm not Sharon from accounting.
2: <laughs> no, no, you're not. But then there's
1: like Steve and he's an awesome, chill guy. And then you find out Joe's a flat earther and you can't watch any more of Joe's porn. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that makes sense. No, I mean, mm. I do like, for instance, I love Tommy Pistol because I just think he's a funny, nice guy. So I, I do enjoy yes. watching anything that he's in because I just think he's, <laughs> I think he's a, he's a lovely human. Hmm. Things like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, oh, it's like seeing a friend. Hey, there oh, you yeah. You're having a good time she's having a good okay you know <laughs> now i can chill and relax and, and get into it but otherwise yeah it's it gets you know speaking of tommy pistol yes. we watched
1: a board of tommy we, we did Innit. we
2: did it was more than a feeling so
1: we watched if you guys can't tell from that uh but we watched flash dance porn specifically it's called uh oh my god it's a flash dance triple x parody <laughs> yes <laughs> now okay before we get into flash dance porn mm. i have to ask sharon why do you love Flashdance?
0: Oh, okay. So Flashdance was a childhood favorite. From a super young age, my parents let me watch it. And I had absolutely no idea what was going on for mm. many, many years. And I don't know why they would let like That's a very weird. young child watch that movie. But my sister and I loved the music, loved the dancing, And I think that's what got it. And so like from I had just have these memories of childhood of being so happy about Flashdance. And I've listened to the soundtrack my whole life. I'm 40 now. And so like I've been listening to the soundtrack forever. It just was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's see if there's a parody out there.
1: So I watched Flashdance for the first time. And if you've never watched Flashdance, so Sharon, give me the synopsis of the film for someone who's never watched the 1983 film.
0: Yes, so there is a young lady who is a welder by day and a dancer by night. and Two jobs, so she's a modern woman. Yes, and she supposedly dances in a strip club, but the amazing thing about this movie is that The dances they do are very modern and interpretive, and they actually don't really take their clothes off. So there's no stripping in it. And then she wants to become a ballerina, and she's having a very hard time getting herself to apply to try out for a ballet school. And then she meets her boss at the welding company, and he wants to date her, and a romance ensues, and her evolution to getting her into that dance try out at the very end so that she can move her life forward in the way she wants.
1: Can I be honest with you? Mm. I watched Flashdance for the first time recently. Yes. And I hated it. No, why? Because it's a film about a woman who has a dream and she just doesn't believe in herself enough. Mm. And then her boss, who she's dating, basically says, hey, I got you through the first step of the application process, which Frankly, she wouldn't have passed anyway because she never went to, like, any prestigious dance academies. And it was like, look, I got you on audition. It's for you to pass from the audition forward. And then she gets pissed off at him for helping her out. Yes. And, you know. Yeah, uh, she gets violent.
0: Yeah, there's no, like, redeeming feminist storyline. or It's certainly not a progressive storyline. It's not an up-to-date storyline. It's not an up-to-date character. And that's um, fine. I mean, yeah. it's just,
1: it was
2: such slow paced and. It's very
0: slow. I just, I realized that now watching it again, I was like, whoa, this is slow.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hadn't watched it since I was very, very little. So I didn't remember much about it. So I watched it again. And I was, so things that struck me were she's 18. Yes. Her boss is. Probably forty, yeah, Who and, knows? and you yeah. know I've dated. He
1: was actually I think like thirty six when this was filmed, and she was in her teens. She was nineteen, so,
2: yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, which is I mean, I, hey, I've done it, but it's also like, you know what I mean? Like it's just such a trope yeah. that I get, I get kind of about, and then also I I didn't like when. He, you know, he they ran into the ex-wife, and and like you know, it's like a rivalry between the two women, rather than like mm-hmm. again, it's like pitting women against Which each other. Which was not in the porn at no, all. No, no, right. the porn. You know, I mean, you gotta kind of. And also, what a big part that's missing from the porn is the neglected dog. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that I don't know about you, but like this dog, this grunt, this big ass pit bull, gorgeous. Like, she's gone, like, 22 hours out of the day. When does this dog ever get walked or loved? I was very disappointed. Yeah, that's yeah, something interesting. Yeah. I do I do think welding, though, I was looking up uh, how much people get paid to be welders, and it is a decent job. So I was, like, trying to think if she could really hack it as a welder and then also probably making pretty good money as a dancer at night. Oh, so wait, what was the
1: salary for a welder?
2: So it, anywhere between, I think it was like 15 and $30 an hour now, which is still better than like, say, minimum wage. So it's not a minimum wage, job. That's thirty
1: to $60,000 annually.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, and obviously, you know, back then it would have been different, but like, you know, whatever inflation, that's not too bad, plus dancing at night. So it's like, I think she probably potentially is making, because that studio that she had, I mean, that was impressive.
0: That studio was huge. Yeah. I always wondered about that. How did she wrangle
2: that How studio? How she... yeah. mm. hmm.
1: Now, that said, I didn't think she danced at a strip club at night. I took it more of a cabaret because they also had a comedian. She did this interpretive dance. Yes. I mean, there was one point in the actual film, Not the Porn, where she did, like, in the middle of <laughs> the movie, she did a dance where... If you have epilepsy, don't watch it. Yes, true. That's all I'm saying. If you have epilepsy, it's flickering up back and forth. and Strobing uh, lights. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't understand how this was a strip club. I just kept assuming it was a cabaret-type club instead. Because when she went after, what was it? Was it her sister or friend? friend. Yeah, okay. When she actually uh, took her friend away from the strip club in the actual flash Mm -hmm. dance, you know, she was so angry about her, you know, going to this rival strip club yeah. that I, I couldn't help but feel like, well, she doesn't actually want her to take her clothes off. So she's not really working at a strip club. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it
0: wasn't really a strip club. I guess in my mind, I always thought they were trying to insinuate that it was a strip club, even though it was yes. this sort of. home of modern dance, which was so bizarre.
2: Modern dance and bad comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of a burlesque club or like a cabaret, Mm. you know, I I used to go to a place called Drag Strip 66 or Rudolfo's and they used to have shows, drag shows, but also like, I think, you know, just female dancers that would come in and and do very salacious dance routines that were a lot more artistic than perhaps a strip club. But, you know, I mean, there's some art there.
1: So speaking of things that could be a lot more artistic, let's talk about the porn. Yes. yes. Yeah. Let's start with the very beginning because what the fuck was that dance number? <laughs> it,
2: was, it was a lot of this. Her toes, Yeah, Her it was The pedicures and the manicures, but the pedicure, man, like I, that, oh man. Uh, I was dying.
0: What I love is that they synthed the like one audio, actually two different songs that they took this sort of like thematic- cliche of those songs and smush them together and then sent them. And then they played it in loops behind her and then behind the first sex scene, not the other ones, mm. but behind her in the first sex scene. And that was just hilarious to me. I was like, oh yeah, they're really trying to do a nod to flash dance, huh? Oh, it was terrible. That dance scene was terrible. It was
2: so, I oh, felt man. bad for her. Cause I was just like the, I get it. Well, cause I mean, Jennifer Beals and the original did not, she, she had multiple body doubles some of which were uncredited and and, and yes. I don't know if you noticed but I think it's incredibly noticeable in the final audition scene that that is not her. Different, right. you know, different colors. You know, Jennifer Beals is biracial. That girl was not, you know, even though It was uh, a man who it, did, the man, the the man did the spinning part spinning. at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy legs. That was, yeah. that's what he went by. Oh, I was really? like, oh wow. yeah, crazy legs. But yeah, it was just really interesting. But yeah, this woman um in the porn definitely <laughs> didn't have a body double for the dancing. No. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was a lot of... It was not in a budget. It was a foot fetish sort of dance. Where it was just like, dude, tippy toe, tippy toe, tippy, tippy toe. It was the laziest dance ever. Oh, it was ever, very lazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: The iconic moment in Flashdance that people always know is when she's kind of laid out on a chair in a way with her back arched and she pulls a cord and a bucket of water splashes on her. And in flash stands, it's, I find it, I think it's very well shot. It's very beautiful and sexy all at once. This poor lady in the porn obviously had to do this a few times because they had a few like cuts of it and she just looked like she was getting waterboarded
2: yeah it was terrifying <laughs> it was like somebody took a super soaker and
0: just went yeah you know she's kind of sputtering out the water the amazing mm. thing is she does look like the two actresses look very similar the two leads yeah yeah the porn lead and the flash dance lead
2: definitely a wig but you know I, also mm. I, mm-hmm. i'm not ripping on the actress i just i noticed that she had a very large fairy tattoo on her back that is not quite so distracting. It's a very, very large. Yeah. I was, it was something I noticed that was something I couldn't not unsee. Yeah. Very large fairy. There were
0: a lot of tattoos in the whole movie. And then there was a fabulous reveal of a vagina tattoo in Mm. the like third scene. I think it was with the, I mean, I got, I could talk about this porn forever because I have three like pages of notes. I took notes. I took notes on this I skip.
1: I skipped the sex scene, so I'm like, what vagina tattoo?
0: (laughs) So they had, which is one of my complaints in this porn movie, is that they had made-up characters that were never in Flashdance have very long porn scenes. And I was like, what the hell? And they had the B characters of Flashdance have very long porn scenes. And so this one woman who was sitting at the front desk of the (laughs) ballet academy... She is maybe in Flashdance for all collectively of a minute. She had a very long sex scene in the porn. And she had a tattoo right above her clitoris. And and it kind of revealed halfway through the sex scene. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) You know, in Flashdance, in the regular movie, they also have a priest confessional. I'm shocked that they didn't utilize that. That could have been so good.
2: good. I mean, really, I I love when they use any sort of religious... I don't know, either yeah. pastors or, I don't know, just the confessional booth is such a great place to do any sort of, I mean, in the original flash dance, she does insinuate having sex in a phone booth. I think the next uh, logical step would be to have sex in a confessional booth.
0: And all the young people listening to this are going, what's a phone booth?
1: What's a phone booth? Oh, God. <laughs> How young is our audience? Oh, yeah, I right? Know.
0: Exactly. Oh, God. The relics of the past. So flash Dance, the movie, mm-hmm. amazing lighting really dramatic lighting throughout the whole film flash dance the porn terrible lighting like all of the good bits were in shadow you couldn't see anything i mean it's like 101 get a light get a filter on your light that's appropriate to the skin tone you're shooting put it on your camera and when you're going in for a close-up you know you'll want to see what you're filming
2: you know who should have shot that porn? Me. Sharon yes. should have shot that porn. Yeah. How about we do a reboot? Call me, people. <laughs> Call- yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's back in the game. Building I'm that back. empire. Leaving the We don't need bang brothers. <laughs> right. We need shag sisters.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's really good. You should TM that right now. There we now. go,
2: right? <laughs> I've already
1: registered the trademark. Uh, the U.S. <laughs> trademark Office has already approved it. Great.
2: Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. We're going. Actually, Mm -hmm.
1: fun fact. So um, the U.S. Trademark Office, it wasn't until last year in 2019, I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but there was a Supreme Court case that argued whether or not you could trademark words with like the word fuck or uh, shit or cunt or whatever with expletives. Hmm. And under free speech it won. Yeah. So... I have actually a bunch of friends who are trademark lawyers who are telling me that they have, like, a whole bitch pile and a whole fuck pile of stuff that was just, like, waiting to get trademarked. That's great. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, that's lovely. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is my fuck pile. This is my asshole pile. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is the dicks right here. Just a stack of dicks. Dicks for days, honestly. Apparently, it was like a gold rush to get things trademarked like that. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) A cavalcade of just offensive trademark names. I like it. I mean, I'm all about it. And
1: there's actually another recent trademark win that just happened. The U.S. Supreme Court just ruled in the last, I want to say, two, three months. There are certain words that are very common in the vernacular. And aside from words like weather or porn, that, you know, are very common in the vernacular. You can't just trademark those words. Well, something that's very common in the vernacular is .com. So you can't just trademark .com. Mm-hmm. So they were wondering, well, what if you have a major brand that's built around two really common words, like booking.com?
2: Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they just actually said in the U.S. Trademark Office and the Supreme Court ruled that if you have two very common words— used in the vernacular, but together, and they're a very specific brand, so like Booking.com or Porn.com mm. or Camgirls.com, you can trademark that as long as you have a history and you are a known entity. So Hmm. there's a new rush going on to trademark all these websites as well. Oh,
2: wow. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. I made a series of videos about the evolution of boobs. So I had the storyofboobs.com. I had buttweek.com. Do you please still have buttweek.com? I think I still own buttweek. I don't think I have storyofboobs. I used to have aslandia.com, and I think I lost it which I'm really bummed about. It's um. Portlandia, unfortunately. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Probably. I bought it like in 2008 or something. My brother and I was just joking about like, <laughs> you're from Eslandia And I'm like, aslandia.com Oh, it's available. Just because, just to have it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Why not buy some weird ass domains and do I Oh yeah, I actually, this is a domain I wish I still had. My problems are bigger than com. Oh, that would be very hot right now. I was going to start like a Reddit basically where people could, like, oh, you think Mm -hmm. yours is bad? Oh, you think yours Mm -hmm. is bad? Yeah. I had (laughs)
1: cancerforkids.com. Alex sounds. Alex. I didn't (laughs) renew the domain. Are we giving kids
2: cancer? Are you, are, no, are you handing it out like lollipops?
1: What's what? going on, Alice? Yeah, what was that one for? Look, well, you have some additional radioactive isotopes. You have no idea how to use them. Yes.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, you know, oh. Aslandia. Yeah. Cancer for kids. Our priorities are a little different. <laughs> Slightly. Slightly. I actually, I had to reroute
1: it to point to a friend's personal site at one point. <laughs> oh, dear.
2: What kind of site was it?
1: No, it was just like a regular biography site where he was explaining himself and trying to make himself look great. Oh. Oh. What I'm trying to say is I'm <laughs> a terrible the- person. God, Alice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you look so nice. She's so fl- for the people who are listening right. and not watching. She looks so nice. Very
1: misleading. Very. <laughs> she just looks like a gentle, kind blonde. Yeah. By the way, uh, I also owned uh, the National Finger Gun
2: Association
1: That's hilarious. That's good.
2: I that you're that you're doing the Lord's work there. Yeah.
1: I also owned the dot org, but uh, it never took off. <laughs> the dot org.
2: I think you should bring these back to life because they are really good. I think you could do Cancer for Kids and just link it to the White House website or something. I don't know if you can. Probably not. That's probably not a thing. Probably can't do that. I'm probably on some watch list now. Okay, cool. It was nice knowing you guys. (laughs) I'll link it back to Jenny McCarthy's
1: main site. Uh, So going back to the porn. Yes, yeah. Back to the porn. So here's the thing. This porn had a lot of big names in it. You had male leads who frequently do a lot of other parody porn, which I'm really proud of, like Xander Corvus, Tommy Pistol, Rockle Reed, Anthony Rosano, all of which performed when it came to the porn. But I was very disappointed in the script of this porn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I watched it with a friend. I made my friend Lindsay watch Flashdance and then the porn with me. Just a and good the friend. Yeah, a good friend. the porn felt like it was four hours long. Like, so and just there like was the regular no movie. story. Okay. <laughs> there was no story, and oh, the sex scenes. I just could not, you know, I'm watching it and looking at the props and <laughs> looking at and listening to the sound and how poorly the sound was recorded. And I can't watch things and not like pick it apart with just production value.
1: There was also a number of missed opportunities. I mean, they had, Mm. aside from that priest potential misconfessional sexing that they could have had, they also had, uh, in my opinion, so there is a scene in the regular film Flashdance where Anne, Alex, she goes Mm -hmm. out with her boss to a beautiful restaurant and are confronted by his ex-wife. When that happens, she's also giving him footsie under the table, and she's talking about how she doesn't enjoy lobster, there was none of that. Look, you guys want feed stuff, and they gave you a entry for feed stuff in the regular film. Feed stuff and a three-way with the wife. Yeah,
2: with the lobster. With the lobster. Bring out the dancing lobsters. And that outfit that she's wearing is iconic. You know that, that, that tuxedo vest yes. with nothing else. Yes. I mean these are the these are the moments that are absolute missed opportunities, and to have fun with the script too. There was no fun with the script. You know, I mean, I felt like they were really phoning that in. I mean, in the film, how they even go
1: about the confrontation scene when she finds out that her boyfriend slash boss, you know, hooks her up with the audition. No, she's in the car and he's explaining, I'm glad I made this reservation last night. And she's like, oh, they
2: did that. Wait a
1: minute. I told you this morning. How did you know last night? You know, that happened in the film where, you know, she makes him stop the car and she gets out in the middle of the street. Here, it
2: happens in a very simple conversation on a couch. She and she is. does this. I like so. Yeah. One of the things I didn't like about the Flashdance movie that I didn't I, I don't remember is how much she hits him. Like it's I'm not mm. big on hitting. Like I'm just like ah, this is kind of I mean, and, and I'm glad it's her on him versus vice, you know, versus vice versa. But still, it's just like Jesus. Domestic abuse she's, is never the answer. It's never the answer. Mm. It's not. It's not good. But she just like I mean, the the hitting in the porn is like Meh, get out. You know, it's the most laughable. Argument I've seen in a very long time, which the other one, yeah, it's in the middle of a tunnel, and it's very dramatic, and you know things are, yeah. shoes are being broken and thrown, it's wily, and that was the squeakiest couch known
0: to mankind in that porn <laughs> the entire <laughs> porn. You know, you're waiting for the main two characters to have sex, and they finally have sex at the end, and it's very slow, which was very curious. Like, everything they did was in slow motion, but they were on the squeakiest couch alive. And so you're they're having slow-moving sex on a squeaky, squeaky couch. And I was like, what is going on? Why didn't – there was an ugly red couch two scenes ago. Why not swap the couch out and just reuse it? Come on.
1: What I'm saying is, if you were underwhelmed by the regular flash dance, (laughs) you will not
2: be surprised by the porn. No, No, really, definitely not. You never watch these porn parodies for the acting, but... Oh, I do. Shut some, up. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes there's good stuff. I, I feel like Fat to the Future had some really great acting in it, honestly. I just
1: watched the X-Files porn, and it was great. Was it really? I haven't Aww. seen it. I'll give you my link. It was Thank honestly... You. I felt like I was watching... It could have been... If you cut out the sex, it could have been an X-Files episode. Were
2: they Mulder and oh. Scully, or did they give them, like... No,
1: they were Mulder and okay, Scully. I wasn't sure
2: if they gave them some weird porn names, but no. Like Cock Brown or something, Back to oh, the Future, on. which, yeah, the fuck's capacitor. Um, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities, because that's my favorite thing about these porn parodies, is, is them having fun with it and playing. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, there could have been some really good stuff. Like, even if they wanted to make some of the dance routines, like She's a Clown or something or – I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel bad when we were watching it. I was like, oh, no, I tortured a few people having to watch this film. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) This decision affects many.
2: No, but you're going to go forth and make history um, in Shag Sisters, LLC, uh, and and shoot feminist porn um, with lots of velociraptors and um, bananas.
1: We just want to be clear on what feminist porn is. Okay. is yeah. it, it has to include bananas and velociraptors. Yeah,
2: it absolutely does. If, it's, if, if it doesn't, doesn't, it's not it's feminist not, no, porn. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, find a Which penis. is also a different genre of porn uh, it is. when you're fucking yourself. It has its own masturbatory section in the, in the video store. <laughs> Do those even exist anymore? Yeah. Is there a phone booth in the, the porn store? It could be. A confessional booth. If they've been around long enough.
0: Oh, Canada! Didn't they just release the health minister release some guidelines about like how to stay healthy during COVID? And part of it was how to have sex, and they were mentioning glory holes and the use of glory holes. <gasps> I need to read it. My oh, friend that's was great. telling me about it. I didn't read it, um, so this is all sort of hearsay. But it is yeah,
2: because I remember I went to Pride here. I mean, I was I wasn't attending, but I was filming stuff around New York Pride, and nobody was wearing a mask. People were wearing, wearing very little clothing. It was it was a little terrifying, considering, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, to be clear, so the BC Centre for Disease Control they actually they did mention on their website that one of the tips to try was using a hole cut in the wall that's only <laughs> large enough for the penis to slip through. I'm not kidding. This is what they it. said on their website. I love it. Weird times we live in.
2: glory holes are, you know, Justin Trudeau supports glory holes. Oh my God. That really brings a whole new meaning to Gloria, Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) That's a song from Flashdance. That was a Flashdance Mm. callback, just so you know. Um, Yeah, I wonder if like having like sex through holes in plastic sheets would be Mm. acceptable or some sort of uh, non-breathable fabric. Yeah, just no kissing. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, no, no, no. Just kissing. No, I guess not. Even. Can you kiss down there? I guess you can kiss down. I mean, I don't know. but with proper cleanup? Hmm. All I know is in New York, we basically
1: gave out a whole guide, and we said, don't eat ass, guys. Just don't. Right, not right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Not that right was.
1: now. <laughs> uh, we give up just so like, much pause. for COVID. You know? Look, sacrifices had to be made. Yes, true. Exactly. So here's the thing about the regular flash dance. Frankly, it was a shocking surprise. I mean, the worldwide box office, it exceeded $200 million. By the way, do you guys know that the person whose life story this was based off of how much money they were paid for this?
0: Oh, probably nothing to like $1,000
1: close 2300 what okay wow she actually even tried suing for more but the judge ruled that there was simply no evidence that her consent was obtained by fraud deception misrepresentation duress or undue influence so she just shittily negotiated
2: wow man yikes that's sad that's really shitty oh
0: no
2: how did they find this story i don't even know Jerry Bruckheimer was hanging out in Pittsburgh and... Oh, no. I think they weren't from Pittsburgh. The original person wasn't from Pittsburgh? Right. I don't think she
0: was. But that doesn't help
2: answer your question. No, no, no. Well, I mean, you know. I
1: mean, we don't know how to, you know, count money in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Do they use the same form of currency? I don't know. It's in, like, the middle of Pennsylvania.
2: (laughs) Do they just use pieces of steel? That's why they're called the Steelers, Right.
0: Alice, did you not watch the whole porn? You just like skipped through the porn scenes?
1: I told you you could skip through the sex scenes as well.
0: You know, I'm one of those, like, if I open a book, I got to read the whole thing. So I needed to see the whole film to like really critique it, really understand it, really dive into the character arcs.
1: I guess for me, I just watched so many people fucking that for me, it just it's almost like a blur, so I'd rather just skip through all of it. Totally understandable.
2: Yeah. I watch a lot of it. I feel like the one that was most satisfying was the Star Wars one because there was the Wookiee or the the, <laughs> the, the fake Wookiee or the Fookie that was— Just to be clear, this is a different porn. Different porn. Yeah, there was no Wookiee. <laughs> Sex and flash dance? dance. No, no. I mean, they didn't even include the dog. It's so sad. But yeah, so that was interesting. That was just an interesting choice for him to keep the costume on. And you know, is this bestiality? Is it not? I mean, there were a lot of unanswered questions. Honestly,
1: I mean, if Chewbacca has sex, is it
2: bestiality or is it just
1: furry porn? I'm going to say it's just furry porn. porn.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Right. Yeah.
1: Furries, we can't say this we didn't is, throw you a porn on this podcast. Hey. There was some interesting foot fetish stuff
0: thrown in to the second scene yeah. in the alleyway that mm-hmm. had a red couch and yes. leftover paint from painting the scene that was left in the background, which I was like, <gasps> come on, people, pick your shit up. Get, get with it.
2: <laughs> Sharon, so. no, I feel like you could be a porn fixer. Like, I feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Hey, hey, like, yeah, I want to make a commercial for you. Hi, I'm Sharon. Yeah. Do you make porn? Is it bad?
0: I'm going to fix it. Let me on your set. Me, I'll see the things
2: you're you missing. That's a squeaky couch. I can alleviate these squeaks because no. I'm professional. Yeah, the lighting. I mean, you, you can, yeah, the props, the lack of props. This is know, the, the story. stuff that drives
0: me nuts. Yeah. I wanna write the porns because I feel like they're so bad. So in that scene, he spends some time like licking her toes and touching her toes. And it wasn't enough of the scene to make it seem like a foot fetish video to me, but it seemed like they were like nodding in that direction, like, hey foot fetish people, we see you, we hear you. Yeah. Here's a little something. That's sweet of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they had a handful of those where like she's wrapping her feet in like the ballerina tape, yeah. you know, and yeah. they're showing the feet and they do that a few times throughout this film. So again, if you're into feet, they got something for you. The dance
2: at the beginning is like foot set. it's just like very boring little foot taps, foot taps, foot taps. I'm just I yeah. If you're into that and terrible dancing, they've got
1: you. Yeah. I'm sorry to however choreograph there that is a
0: section in the porn that is about 15 seconds long and it's just feet in ballet point shoes doing a few moves and what i couldn't tell was if it was stock footage or not and i was oh. betting it might be stock footage
1: oh yeah yes. cuz they had that uh scene really quick where they ch- were trying to insinuate that uh alex was at her dance audition yeah. the one that her boss got for her yeah. and then afterwards she goes home and Fucks her boss, yeah. uh, which is not what happens in the original Flash Dance if you weren't aware. Nope. But yeah, I couldn't tell if that was stock or if they just, you know, they were like, all right, let's just shoot this really quick. Yeah. But it was very disappointing for me where it's like, this is the lead up to her audition and we don't even get to
2: see like the yeah. best dance of all time. Totally. Nope. Flash Dance, the movie has kind of an anticlimactic end. I mean, the climax is, of course, her auditioning, but you're kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I was like, oh, shoot. I thought there was going to be at least a little bit more like, oh, she got in or this or that. But the cl- like, the end is just like, she hugs her, she hugs her boss. Ah, he, he gives her flowers. I also wonder, he's he's very stalkery. He always ha- somehow gets in her house. And they do include get the that dog. in the porn. He always has the dog. And I'm like, how the hell does he like, did, did she? I mean, we didn't get to the point where she gave him a key. I didn't see that. I mean, maybe did I missed that. But it's always no. like he's in her house. He's like it's a little Machiavelli. I don't know. He's just like not this sort of god presence in her world. And I feel like in the porn, you know, there was a point where I think she said something like, "How'd you get in here?" You know, and it's just like, <laughs> "Great question." Very <laughs> well, good when question. Well, breaking
1: into houses in the '80s, how hard was it?
2: <sighs> You're right. You're right, Alice. It was. It was pretty darn easy. It was a different time. I remember the Night Stalker was big back in the 80s. uh, Simpler times.
1: What we're saying is uh, that was when it peaked, when you could break into people's houses. Now, not so much.
2: No. And if you look at 80s movies, a lot of people had huge mansions. Like everybody had, you know, a big old house. It was never like a ranch style like or a basic, you know, two bedroom, one bath house. You know, it always looked like something out of the suburbs that was the mom's a doctor, the dad's a lawyer or whatever. You know, it's some sort of McMansion's.
0: I would love to know what the budget was for the porn. For this one? Yes, because to me, maybe that would make me feel differently about it. Like, if they're like, (laughs) we were working on a $100 budget, I'd be like, yeah, it looks like it. It might have been like $300. You you stretched it, you know, but if they were like, this was a $300,000 porn, I'd be like, oh, my God, where did the money go? Yeah.
1: Look, here's the good (laughs) news, though. They had enough money to buy a handful of tools from Home Depot, and then I assume returned them uh, <laughs> because they had like sparks. Like she was a welder. I don't know what she was using. God, if if you watch this port and you could tell me what tools she was using, great. She was Bonus using sparklers.
0: <laughs> great
1: question. We're not saying she attached sparklers to Home Depot tools. No, I, I said that. I was just joking. to be clear. That's just- yeah, but we want to be clear for our audience because oh, yeah. someone's going to be like, Did they use sparklers? <sighs> I'm going to get a letter, Natalia. There was a proper tool that, you know,
0: was metal blades whirling around onto metal, making sparks.
1: I mean, is that allowed on a porn set nowadays? Can we contact <sighs> Porn OSHA? Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unclear. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. I wouldn't want to see something like that on a porn site. No. Although I
1: would take it over Step Brothers any day.
2: Oh, gross. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't need that.
1: Sharon. Yes. We obviously have your feelings on this porn. Oh, so many. So many. Is there any we missed?
0: Let me look at my pages of videos. I know. Notes it's like, here. I'm looking at Let's never see. Mm. There was a lot of mumbling. I couldn't hear when they were saying things to each other, which I thought was unfortunate because maybe they were saying something sexy or maybe they were saying something that just really drove that character arc and now I missed it, which I highly doubt. I mean, they were from Pittsburgh, so it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a man in ballet tights that I had never seen before in a porn. They rip open the groin area of the ballet tights and have sex with... L.A. tights torn.
1: I enjoyed that. Yeah. same Z's. I mean, look, we normally see women in tight leggings getting fucked. What about a man in tight leggings? We get that here, guys.
2: And he had ethics. He was actually very upset that the secretary could potentially let an um, uh, unqualified student audition. He didn't like the fact that that secretary could be bought. He had morals. He had ethics. He had a big dick. And it was all- Yeah. Um, very entertaining and amusing. That was a, a, a highlight of this porn, I I would say. Yeah. And then at the end, though, she did say
0: she could offer him a grant or money mm-hmm. for his schooling at this ballet academy. Is
2: Grant just a nice man that also wears <laughs> sexy tights? I, I I don't know. Possibly. Maybe. maybe. I'm going to apply for some grants. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying some of these
0: porn actors you've seen before in other films. Yes. How do you feel they did in this film versus other films you've seen them in?
1: Terribly. Really?
0: So it really was... I mean,
1: look, when it comes to the sex, they performed. But when it comes to... You know, I think for me, the problem is that Flashdance, the movie itself, was... I mean, I have this issue where I, whenever a movie comes out, I tend to side with the critics. I can't help it. And even (laughs) even Roger Ebert, when it comes to Flashdance was woefully underwhelmed by Flashdance. I mean, to give you guys an idea of how unexpected of a success Flashdance was, like before the movie even premiered, they couldn't get in touch with the actors to help promote it because they really didn't think it was going to be a success. The studio, Paramount, didn't even think it was a success. So what it was, everybody was literally surprised. So what I'm saying is when it comes to the porn, I think... If people bought it to watch it, it's also surprising. (laughs) Yes, and the source material just isn't great.
0: Mm, That's true.
2: Yeah, it's not the kind of source material that you can pull a fun, funky porn out of. But you can get creative. Like we taught, we we actually we we punched up the script just during this whole podcast. You know, have sex in the confessional, involve the priest lobster costumes in a three-way in a restaurant with that cool tux outfit. I mean, we, you know, the dog wasn't necessary, but uh, what else? Uh No, it was. Shut up. Keep it I in. know the dog was so good. I mean, like just the dog, dogs watching sex is so much fun. It's hilarious. That awkward dog that just stares at you like during the sex that you're just like, I want you to kick you out of the room. But I also know that I don't want to be rude, but oftentimes it is uncomfortable. I mean, that I don't know how that plays out in a porn. And I don't, I, I, I mean, to be completely honest, I don't think it's hygienic to have a dog on set during a porn now that I say it.
1: <laughs> I mean, what are the rules when it comes to having animals on set? Does anybody
2: really know? There are a lot of rules. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. A I lot I of rules. Oh, yeah. Child, like the two, you know, you know, Sharon, the two things that, what, what do you not want to work with in film? Kids and animals. Kids and animals. So animals. many rules. Okay, wait. Sharon, what are the rules when it comes to
1: animals? What do they have to sign? What waivers? That's such a good question. I always, I so my
0: career started in wildlife videography. So I was shooting animals in the wild. So I do not know on set, but I know that I guess someone has to be there, I think, from the American Humane Society or something like that to sign off on things. I could be making this up, but it sounds vaguely familiar.
2: They usually have hands. So I worked in sitcoms for years. So like I remember on Drew Carey. We had a bear on set um, one of the first years that I worked on the show. And, like, you know, there's a handler. There's also, I think, somebody from the Humane Society or some sort of animal motion picture, you know, just to make sure everybody is being treated with the utmost respect. No matter how big or small the animal is. I've seen it happen with hamsters before on set where there's somebody there Mm -hmm. to make sure that the hamsters are not crushed or put in various orifices. Um, but you know, like there's, there's somebody there to make sure that they're fine. And there's a lot of rules of how long they can be in play on set. Like for instance, like, you know, kids usually have X amount of time that they're allowed to actually do work and then they have to be whisked away. So that's a lot of time you have stand-ins for kids that do a bulk of the work and then they have the kids come in at the last minute. Same with animals, you know, they do because animals and kids are both incredibly unpredictable. And um, poop at the strangest of times, the most inopportune of times. So you have to be both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. You never know—a basset hound or a you know five-year-old. Who knows? I didn't know this—that there has to be someone from the
1: humane society. I mean, if that's the case, then let me. Just I could check. see why a lot of people why on porn sets they wouldn't have animals or kids. I mean, I guess definitely <laughs> well, not latter. <laughs> or the yeah, former. that's the really least of your worries. <laughs>
2: Like, bring your kids to work day doesn't work in porn. No, no, no unless it's like um, no core porn where there's no sex in it. Guidelines for safe use of animals in. So, yeah, the American. Uh, Humane Society. I'm seeing if they have to actually have somebody on set, but...
1: Is there ever a film where they actually say animals were harmed in the right. making of this?
2: Seriously. Well, I Like, know. would you
1: feel comfortable like Jaws? Like, if someone said, no, we actually killed one great white, I'd feel a little okay with that.
2: Kevin didn't make it. Kevin just, he didn't make it. He, 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 we, it was, he was doing okay, and then, you know, sorry. Um, there have been... By the way, if you're an animal
1: rights activist and you're pissed that I'm okay with killing off one shark I'm okay
2: with that send me your hate mail Yes. (laughs) yeah so this this particular document how how many pages is it it's 127 pages I mean they have like things for exotic captive wildlife primates reptiles because I'm a big believer uh and a lot of primatologists are on are well I'm pretty sure 99.9% Ninety-nine point nine percent of primatologists are big uh, anti primates in film and television because usually those primates are treated very poorly and and are retired retire once they re reproductive age because they're no longer manageable and yeah. um, are pretty miserable. What is reproductive age? Like they want to fuck like two. No, I mean with a like monkey it'll it'll be like two years old. Yeah, right? yeah is that I mean, correct? Well, with a chimp, it's like you know, four, five, six, you oh, know, older. Yeah. Like a little bit older. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you know, but monkeys, it can happen earlier. Um, depends on the primate. But yeah, with chimps, especially. I just
1: want to be clear. I'm not asking about the age of consent of primates.
2: <laughs> well, technically, Alice, humans are primates. So, you know, we're actually part of the great eight family, hominidae. So yeah, you can talk about our age of consent. Yeah. So- yeah. But yeah, uh, once – so like chimpanzees, oftentimes when, you know, they use younger primates in film and television. And so it's before they get really obsessed with dominance and and wanting to kind of control whoever they're around. And chimpanzees, especially male chimpanzees, are all about dominance. And once they reach reproductive age, they want to sort of control whoever is around. And and that can be very – That can lead to violence. We see all with Travis, the chimpanzee, a few – well, God, now it's almost going on ten years ago with that woman who had most of her face yeah. ripped off, yeah. you know. And they go; they're very smart. They'll go for the soft and squishies. Chimpanzees will; uh, they know Ooh. to attack balls, the face, things Ooh. that are really easy to get to, and you know, are really easy to to rip asunder. It's it's you know they're smart; they're very smart. But and the thing is like, and also if there's some there's a there's a cruelty in taking an animal out of its own environment or with animals of its same species and expecting it to behave like a totally different species and they get mad when it doesn't, get angry, like, you know, well, come on, Travis, why aren't you, you know, throwing a pie in someone's face appropriately at the right, you know, you missed your cue. It's like, well, the guy, you know, should be out doing its own thing, hanging out with its own species and swinging from trees mm. and having a good time. I love how a conversation can go from... <laughs>
0: really graphic porn descriptions to really important
2: primate care. You know, we try to keep those primates in good care, you know. Yeah, yeah, and chimpanzees are, you know, incredibly, they're our closest genetic relative, you know, chimpanzees and bonobos and, or should I say bone-obos. Bonobos are basically known for having sex all the time. They're equidistance from us in terms of relatedness between chimpanzees and us and and bonobos and us. We're very closely related to them, but they diffuse tension through sex versus chimpanzees, which can be sex but also um, being a little bit more violent. And if they have conflict, they sometimes will get violent, where bonobos oftentimes just do a lot of boning. And it's not just males and females. It's females and females. They'll do um, GG rubbing, which is rubbing genitals together. Uh, Males will do, I call it tummy sticks, or they'll do sword fighting. So oftentimes, like when I was on dating sites, men would see I was a primatologist, and they would go, oh, do you know about bonobos? And Which is like the dumbest question in the world, because it's like, do I look like a moron? But it's also their way of saying, like, I want to have a lot of sex. Do you want to have a lot of sex? Should we have a lot Mm. of sex together? And Mm. I always have to tell them that, yeah, bonobos are amazing, but did you know bonobos are actually female dominant, that the females run the show? The males are... Pretty subordinate to the females and their bunch of mama's boys. And so if you really want to be more like bonobos, you should let a woman run the show. You know, that's kind of how that goes. Did
0: you guys watch the girl on girl scene on the porn parody? Uh, oh yeah. I watched not the What whole. did we
1: think? They're very flexible. Yes. Do you really want my feelings? I do, I do, Alice. What?
0: Oh God, that's a bad I mean, it feeling. It was just
1: it was not true to the porn. I mean, look. Here's the thing. I understand why the girl-on-girl scene was there. I mean, when it comes to parodies, it's normally two straight scenes, a girl-on-girl scene to break things up. Because who knows? You might get sick of penis and vagina. So you need, you know, vagina and vagina, I guess. I don't know. But for me, it just, it wasn't true to the porn. It kind of felt out of place. Like, you could have had a different scene. Again, the ex-wife was there. We did nothing right. with her No, there's, at all. there's
2: things to be done. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. there was like a foot job. I mean, like, talk about really leaning into the foot fetish, folks. It was impressive, though, the beginning of the
0: um, girl on girl scene, the lady had her leg. She was holding her leg up in yeah. the air, not on the bar, just- not resting on the ballet bar. It was just held in the air as the other woman went down on her. And I was like, that is some impressive
2: atibial band
0: work right there.
2: Yeah. I was impressed. She is an athlete. She is. That's. I feel like that it was underused, too. I mean, she probably was not a bad dancer, maybe. She could have been used a little bit more for, for some dancey dance. She could have been the body double for dancing. Yeah. She really could have been. Have you guys talked about before
0: with any of the performers how these people, usually the women, are really flexible and very strong? I mean, they are insane athletes in their own field like what they do when it comes to porn or stripping or when it comes to porn when it comes to having sex like what they do physically is
1: you have to be in hella good shape to make all that happen Look, all I'm saying is that if you're going to be on top of a guy, you know, doing a scene, chances are you're going to be doing it for 20 minutes right. and you're going to get a leg cramp. And if you get a leg cramp, they're going to use it because it sounds like you're orgasming. Oh, dear God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh oh, yeah. oh, 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 geez. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just use it to their advantage. It is not easy. No. So I always applaud women, whoever are in the industry, because I'm yes. like, you know what, girl, I can't do it. No. I can't. You do it because I can't. But it does set up expectations for us to be
0: able to do it for these people. Yeah. For these men. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you want me to do what for how long? Can no. they Can
2: they do what they're doing in the porn? Because if <laughs> yeah. they can do what they're doing, then we can talk. Then they can ha- pull those standards. But yeah, no, right. for the most point, most, most, yeah, they really can't. A lot of men are, uh, you know, unable. This
1: is why I at least compare always porn kind of like Deadpool versus like, actual police body cam footage mm. two different things yes yes yeah one is much more realistic oh god yeah. yeah i want to see real
0: pleasure in a porn like yeah actual real pleasure that's well lit and with good audio is that so much to ask <laughs> i think the
2: good
1: audio is a lot to ask
0: it is a lot well placed drops
2: A couch that's not
1: squeaky yeah. Can you imagine going to like Bob's Furniture and just trying
2: on every couch and being
1: like, how oh, squeaky <laughs> is this, honey?"
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm oh, like trying them out, but like literally trying them out, like doing simulated sex <laughs> yeah. on all the couches. That could be really funny. That would be a great sketch. Yeah. Yeah. This is also a commercial for Bob's furniture right, right now. <laughs> Set dressers going to the furniture store. Have you tried our Bob O <laughs> This is our uh our fuck Shay's Lounge. Um yeah, they gotta have like certain furniture I, actually, I wonder if that would be very funny, like a furniture store that's just for porn sets that is just <laughs> tried and true, whisper proof. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be real good.
1: So if you own a furniture store and your furniture happens to be not squeaky, we will provide you with an advertisement free of charge. Email us Yay. at info2girls1mic. But that said, we do have actual sponsors to the show and it is our patrons. And you can become a patreon and see the video full version of this and all the hand motions Sharon and Natalia did. There were so many. Just
2: Yeah. Sorry. That was inappropriate. I just did an inappropriate <laughs> hand gesture. No, that's allowed. Oh, no.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, so this week, we want to thank Brett Lyles, Phil Thompson, Brian Gowdy, Holish Ike, Bethany Nicole, Wendy Cornwall, Mark Romer, Joshua Rice, Ryan Shambley, Eris Knight, Haxor, Howard Lee, Neil Simpson, Carl, Jeff Peterson, Falco Hyphen, Kyle Washington, Brent, and many, many others. And if you, again, want to become a patron, head on over to twogirlsonmike.com or patreon.com slash twogirlsonmike. Hit the support button. For five bucks a month, we have like 20 plus bonus episodes. And then we have a whole bunch of like just video footage you guys can watch. Uh, some stuff you've heard. Some stuff. Watch it with us stuttering and making mistakes because you want to.
2: Yeah. Why not
1: look, make us look like boneheads? Exactly. And if you can't make us look like boneheads, please leave a comment, a review, subscribe to us, and of course tell all your friends. So that's at Sharon, where can our listeners possibly find you?
0: I actually have a podcast called Fuck Loneliness. And you can find me on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. And ooh, where else can you find me? I think that's a good start.
1: What's fuck loneliness about?
0: It is interviewing people about the nature of loneliness and the different just faces it has and in what ways people can be lonely and what ways we can get over being lonely. It is just diving deep into the whole thing of lonely.
1: So if you want to have an existential crisis,
2: yes. go over to watch Sharon's podcast. It's awesome. Yes. It's really good. Nice. I say that as a biased person who got to do her show and I had a really great time. So Aww. it was really good.
1: Yeah. Natalia, where can our listeners find you?
2: Ah, oh, crying underneath a rock. Um, I am found on Twitter at Natalia Thirteen Reagan. Instagram same. Also, I have at Behold Natalia on Instagram. If you want to watch me, behold things in the distance like my chickens or this microphone or perhaps a a flying squirrel, whatever. So yeah. And uh, if you want to see other podcasts I've done, you can go to uh, Star Talk Radio and look for Natalia Reagan. I have a bunch of anthropology themed. Uh, podcasts up there if you're interested in listening.
1: Awesome. And you guys can find this show. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at TGOM Podcast. Of course, you guys can always find us here next week. And you can find me, Alice, at Rational Blonde on Twitter. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.